Welcome to I Am Goddess Collective Podcast, a platform for women to rise up together in sacred sisterhood. We are here to awaken, empower, and support you in claiming your yes as you step into your truth and divine power as a goddess. We are the healers, the shamans, the wise women, the unicorns, the fairies, and the mermaids who have come together to offer ourselves as messengers for the rise of the feminine. I am your host, Nixie Marie, goddess activist, shamanic artist, and oracle guide. I invite you to take a deep breath inhaling white sparkly pixie loving light and exhaling anything that no longer serves you as we sit in sacred council together welcome to my baby sisters in order to support this podcast i have teamed up with an amazing online crystal shop called spirit magic It is your one-stop shop to all of your crystal needs, whether it be for divination, healing, or protection. You can visit this shop by clicking on the link in the description section on the podcast and iTunes, or by visiting bit.ly slash goddess crystals. Again, that's bit.ly slash goddess crystals. Well, hello, goddesses. Welcome back to another episode of I Am Goddess Collective Podcast, where we discuss all things spiritual and metaphysical and sacred. Maybe that should be my new intro. (laughs) All right, sisters. So we're going to circle back on the show today to the Tantra series. We've been reading that book I don't know if you guys remember Urban Tantra, Sacred Sex for the 21st Century, and it's been a minute since we've dove into this topic, so I'm feeling called to go back to the book and read Chapter 7, Sexual Energy, What It Is and What to Do With It. So this, this chapter is actually quite long, so I'm going to skip our blessing for the day and just get right into the juicy, sexy stuff because it's been a minute and I'm feeling it today. So just tune in to your energy, take a deep breath, and just listen. That's my only request of you, is just to listen today. (sighs) All right, here we go. Chapter 7, Sexual Energy, What It Is and What to Do With It. In Tantra, sex is not an action. It is not one more things that humans just do. Sex is an energy that exists on its own. All you have to do is notice it and it will start to move. But what, is that, what exactly is sexual energy? Is it the feeling you get in your genitals when you're aroused? Is it the sexual desire you feel for someone? Is it the warm, loving feeling you have for your beloved? The first step toward getting in touch with your sexual energy is to actually feel that energy. Sexual energy is an actual physical energy, not just a desire, a thought, or an emotion. Let me show you what I mean. Try this. Rub your hands together vigorously for about 10 seconds. 
stop and hold your hands together so that the palms are not quite touching. Feel that hot little force field running between your two hands. You've just created an energy in your hands using movement. In this case, you used friction. Now rub your hands together again. Feel the energy between your hands. Put your hands on your heart and send the energy into your heart. Breathe. Does your heart feel warmer? Are you more aware of it? You have just used intention and movement to create energy in one part of your body and send it to another. This is the first step to making your whole body a sex organ. But was the energy you just created sexual energy? Sure, there isn't any difference between sexual energy and creative energy or between sexual energy and going to work energy or between sexual energy and taking out the trash energy. It's all life force energy. There is nothing mysterious about moving sexual energy around the body, yours or someone else's. Anybody can do it. You don't have to be psychic. You don't need to attend any channeling workshops. You did it just now with movement, touch, and thought. Tantra is filled with numerous ingenious ways to build, circulate, and use sexual energy. Let's explore some of them now. Kundalini, Chi, and the Inner Flute In yogic, including tantric tradition, our sexual energy is called kundalini. It is depicted as a coiled snake resting at the base of our spine. With a conscious practice, we awaken this snake of energy sleeping at the first chakra, and it spirals up along the spine, flowing through two channels, called the Ida and Pingala, passing through each chakra and finally activating the pineal gland at the seventh chakra. When the pineal gland is activated, a major change in consciousness is experienced. Yogis see kundalini as the energy of human evolution and enlightenment and warn that if kundalini is awakened too soon or too abruptly, it can cause serious difficulties. That's how powerful a force it is. In Chinese Taoist traditions, life force energy is called qi. Sexual energy is called qing qi. Qi travels in a big electrical circuit called the microcosmic orbit. The microcosmic orbit is made up of two channels the back, governor channel, and the front, functional channel. The back channel begins at the perineum and runs up the back of the body. It follows the spine and neck up over the top of the head and down the forehead, ending at the indentation between the bottom of your nose and your upper lip. The front channel runs from the tip of your tongue down your throat and along the midline of the front of your body to your perineum. In this tradition, letting energy flow down the front channel is equally important as raising it up the spine. This flow of energy acknowledges the peculiar nature of being human. We are both bodies rising towards spirit and spirits dropping into bodies. Yet another Taoist-based tradition speaks of the inner flute, an energy, an energetic, non-physical tube that runs up through the core of the body, connecting the major endocrine glands and the seven chakras. I like to picture the body as a bamboo flute. All the flesh, bones, and blood are part of the bamboo. The bamboo is hollow. Inside is just empty space. Sexual energy runs up and down the body through this bamboo flute, as you'll see for yourself when you use the Taoist-based breath and energy orgasm technique called the clench and hold.
There are many other names for this energy of sex and life force. Each tradition has its own name and its own way of working with it. Many practices across many cultures are virtually indistinguishable. Differences in details make for subtle and fascinating variations on the theme. Here, we work primarily with the terminology and traditions of Tantra and Tao. <clears throat> However, I encourage you to go beyond the exercises and suggestions in this book. Follow the lead. Of the, of the energy you raise in your sexual explorations and create your own practices, traditions, and rituals. Seeing sexual energy. Sexual energy is extraordinarily visible on the body. With a little practice, you'll be able to read and interpret the signs and observe how it moves. For instance, earlier we were talking about moving energy up the chakras. Is there any way to see that energy move? Let's say you are eagerly sucking and licking your partner's clit. At the same time, you are using your hands to spread all that yummy sexual energy up to her breasts and down her arms. You're curious about how and where that sexual energy is moving. Unless your partner is someone like me, who is fascinated by the physical technology of sacred sex, it's probably not appropriate to ask, Honey, what chakra are you up to? So how can you tell? <laughs> one way to listen to the sound, she, one way to listen is to the sound she is making. Is the sound low-pitched and sort of grunt or groany? If it is, the energy is concentrated in the lower chakras. If the sound is breathy, mid-pitched like, ah, the sexual energy has moved up to the heart and throat. If it is high-pitched sound like ee, then the sexual energy is dancing around the third eye, crown or, or crown chakra. But sound isn't the only way to tell where sexual energy is concentrated. As energy moves up the body, the body moves with it. When you first start to suck your lover's clit, she may begin by bumping and grinding her hips. Then she may do a little backbend like motions, raising her solar plexus or heart chakra into the air. She may end up shaking her head or throwing it back as the energy reaches her upper chakras as you lift your intention and intention and attention away from doing sex and more towards dancing to the energy of sex. You'll become more and more aware of how sexual energy moves and travels throughout the body. Dropping into the body. This is, a probably, this is probably a good time to dispel a common misconception. It often sounds as if the goal in higher sex practices is to raise the energy out of the genitals upward into the higher chakras until we shoot our consciousness out the tops of our heads, which somehow sounds like a higher kind of sexual experience than one that happens in, gen in the genitals. This is exactly what kind, the kind of body negative thinking that we would like to change. We do want to bring sexual energy up and out into the entire body, but we do not bring sexual energy up into the higher chakras in order to take it away from the lower chakras. There is nothing better about the higher chakras, nor are the chakras a stepladder, leading sexual energy out of the body into some special, more spiritual realm. We do not want to shoot ourselves out of our bodies 
Rather, we want to drop into our bodies more deeply and completely. For hundreds of years, organized religions have regarded the body as something we must overcome with strict spiritual practices. Even today, some New Age spiritual practices use meditation as an attempt to leave the body for a higher state of consciousness. The intention here is to not leave the body, but to drop into the body more deeply and completely. We are at our healthiest when we are circulating energy both within ourselves and within our relationships. Energy is the basic building block of all human creativity and connection. Sexual energy flows through all of our creative and social endeavors. Work, sports, money, birth, death, friendships, and all family relationships, including parent and child. The connection we have to all other living beings through the erotic energy field is natural and healthy. When your sexual energy is flowing freely, you feel alive and connected. When it is blocked, you feel dead and lifeless. Every movement is an effort. You may actually feel as though parts of yourself are missing. Connecting with someone else, perhaps even a simple phone conversation, is just too hard. Of course, that kind of lifelessness may be caused by a lack of energy, but it can just as likely be a product of some some dense, tightly bound up energy stuck somewhere in your body between your genitals and at the top of your head. Try this. Close your eyes. After you finish reading this paragraph, naturally, turn your attention inward. Notice which parts of your physical body you can feel. Can you feel your feet, legs, genitals, spine, belly, arms, hands, throat, head, eyes, and mouth? What parts, what parts aren't there at all? Which are shadowy and vague? This exercise may help you to get some idea of where your energy might be stuck. Breath is a great tool to use to begin get, getting your energy moving again. Breath is the source of the body's oxygen. Oxygen helps each cell burn fuel at maximum efficiency, thereby producing more energy. The simple act of using your mind to direct your breath into the sleeping parts of your body will begin to wake them up. But sometimes, breath alone just isn't enough to shake loose a week's worth of tension and bring you back to your cheerful, yummy self. I put together the following series of exercises to help me clear out old stuck energy blocks and get my energy flowing again. Sometimes I do one or two of the exercises, sometimes the whole series. Sometimes I do each exercise only once or maybe twice. Sometimes I'll repeat an exercise over and over. Sometimes when I do these exercises, I come to the realization what in my body had become stuck and why. Most times, I don't need to know. Doing these exercises will break up your energy blocks and improve your mood considerably. So some of these exercises here in the book, I'm actually thinking what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually type them up or just photocopy them and I'll put them in our Goddess Collective Facebook group so that way you guys can do the exercises and get an idea of these different things. There's one, two, three, four, there's like six exercises here where she does a jaw massage, eye circles, head rolls, busy belly, 
bouncing pelvis, floating pelvis. So all these exercises are a really great way to get back into the body and notice where things are stuck. So I will be posting that on the Facebook group. If you haven't joined yet, please go to Facebook, type in I Am Goddess Collective and join our group. All right, let's dance. (laughs) Now that you've loosened up the places in your body most likely to accumulate tension, let's start running some sexual energy. Everyone has a personal metaphor for sex. Some think of it as a sport, others as play, and others as a meditation. I think of sex as a dance. Sometimes it's a solo piece. Sometimes it's a pas de deux. And sometimes it's a whole ballet. Bodies are meant to be in motion. In fact, bodies are always in motion. If only on the inside, your beating heart, your breathing lungs, and your digestion all happen to an internal beat. I learned an especially valuable lesson on this rhythm of life when I studied with jazz dancer and jazz and dance teacher Luigi, his, his only name like Cher. At the height of his career as a dancer in 1940s Hollywood, Luigi was paralyzed in a near-fatal car crash. He described looking out from inside his silent, frozen body and knowing with complete certainty, certainty that if he didn't keep moving, he would die. So deep inside his body, he found something he could move, and he kept it moving. He moved more and more parts of his body like this until eventually he could move enough to begin doing dance exercises. These movements, these movement exercises not only brought him back to health, but to dance as well. Three years later, he was dancing in films with Gene Kelly and Donald O'Connor. Every move Luigi taught his students came from what he had learned in his rehabilitation. During these jazz dance classes, I could feel each move I'd start deep within my abdomen and extend out infinitely. It was a feeling of extraordinary and ecstatic power. Ever since then, I have tried to move using that model. Paradoxically, I also learned from Luigi how to practice total stillness. The secret? Keep moving in place. Try it. You cannot stand perfectly still if you tense up and try not to move. After a few brief moments, you'll start to sway. But if you relax, breathe, and keep moving inside, you'll be perfectly still on the outside. Bodies need to be in motion. To stand perfectly still involves countless little movements to keep the balance that is stillness. So what does all this have to do with sex? Simple. You need to move in order to circulate erotic energy throughout the body. Movement in any part of your body focuses and releases energy from that part. Then the energy can be spread to any other part. Which movement works best? Just as in jazz dance, it's those that come from the hips and pelvis. Let's start with simple hip circles. So there's also more exercises here in the book. I will again post those on the Facebook group. And that's actually the end of the chapter because the rest of the chapter is all movement. So I love that we're talking about movement here and how to circulate energy based on movement because I'm a, I'm a big mover. I'm a big mover and a shaker. <laughs> and I often find that when I'm stagnant and not moving my body is when things are stagnant in my life. So I do have a practice where I 
like to just move my hips and stretch it out throughout the day. I don't necessarily have like a committed workout plan all the time because it looks differently every single day. But I'm really about creating a lifestyle where there's constant movement. I've even recorded podcasts and I felt like I did that really well because I was walking around and I was moving. So sometimes we get to check in and ask how much are we moving? You know, we're in a world where we're constantly either sitting at a desk facing a computer and not moving the body so if you work at a desk and an office take breaks take moments whether it be going into a bathroom and like doing some exercises shaking those hips and getting into the body and allowing your body to move and that's really how we stir up this energy and and we're talking about sex here so you know in this in the bedroom when you're beginning your sexual lovemaking Take some time to maybe move your body. You guys could maybe dance a little bit together, moving around all that energy and then seeing what leads from there, what happens from there after you dance or play or have a little bit of a foreplay that in, in, involves moving the body around. So I, I really love all this juiciness because it's, it's, it gets me hot and thinking about a lot of things and I hope it does for you too as we're all learning together how to activate this kundalini chi energy and move it through our bodies and remembering to breathe. There's so many moments in the day that you might find you're holding your breath, blocking all the life force, not being able to just sit and take a breath, like take a breath, sister, breathe it in and release it out. Energy is energy and I have moments where I have these these anxiety, this anxiety that arises in my body and the only thing that really allows me to move that energy out and through my body is by breath. Simple breath exercises that we can do brings us back into our body instead of taking us out up into the ethereal which is important too but we're here to have a human experience we're here to experience all the pleasures of life including sex and love making allow yourself to receive all of that juice all of that movement take a dance class put on some music and dance play with yourself through dance move more that's what really keeps coming up for me is move the body more don't stay stagnant kind of like what we talked about on the last episode of getting uncomfortable you know sometimes dancing can be uncomfortable allow for yourself to be in that uncomfortable place and see what breakthroughs are on the other end especially in lovemaking that can be uncomfortable too But the more that you express your truth and move your body and tell your partner how to activate all the energy centers in your in your physical body and in your energetic body, then you will reach your a higher climax point, a higher feeling of a a static, erotic orgasm in all areas of your life. Who says we can't have an orgasm in career in in our relationships in food we can have an orgasm in every I see us having orgasms in every facets of our lives because we get to have that we we deserve that 
we are here to experience those parts. Yes, sometimes it's not so orgasmic, but that's why we have the orgasmic moments because they allow us to appreciate those not so orgasmic moments. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed that chapter. And again, I will post all the exercises that were described in the chapter that I did not read in the Facebook group. And if you guys haven't yet gave us a rating and review on iTunes, I would absolutely appreciate that as iTunes is the queen of the podcasting world. And I'm all about expansion this year, growing this coven of sisters to bring us all in and support each other rise up together. So without further ado, I love you. I see you. I hear you. And until next time, enjoy this track by Sanatam Kar, who's been a beautiful spiritual guide and influence in my life through her words and music. And we're going to listen to her song, Mule Mantra, today. She's a Kundalini teacher, so as we talked about Kundalini, this is something for you to experience a little bit of that in the song. I love you. Until next time. Such to God, such have such Nani
Take 